Hello, everyone. You're listening to Alcoholics Monogamous, and uh, we're back. We we apologize for our two, our well, our one week hiatus. We missed last Tuesday. We had a, a guest on, and things went uh, south real quick. Um, anyway, uh, I'm here with Brock. It's just me and Brock today. What's up, guys? Thank God. Um, the experiment went terribly wrong. So uh, you know you can't can't mess up chemistry like this and uh, we we did and we let someone get in the way and, and let's just say it won't happen again so here we are uh, happy Tuesday everyone uh, for those of you that have been wondering where this podcast is I'm happy that uh, we can finally appease you and for those of you that are probably listening to this three or four weeks down the road um, get on top of your shit <laughs> uh, anyway uh, a lot's been going on we're back in we're back in school now uh, we're, we're college students, uh, alcoholics and college students, um, but uh, just uh, having fun, enjoying the whole uh, party the party scene, that uh, every, everything that comes with college. Uh, Brock, how, how have you been? How have you been you, hanging lately, my man? You know, uh, I've, been, I've, been, I've been okay. Um, yeah. It's weird to be back on campus, but yeah. seeing everyone, reconnecting with all the... Uh, Babes and oh, nice, dude. well, when I say babes, I mean all the all the dudes. You yeah. know, a lot of cute guys. A lot um, of dudes. A lot of dudes. Yeah, and recruitment coming around the corner. You know, just really getting ready to flirt with all these guys. Yeah, show them what we got. That's um, really that's really what recruitment is. Um, for you it's know, just if, flirting with guys. Yeah, when you're when you're recruiting for a fraternity, it really just comes down to who's who's the best at flirting with other dudes and. And I'm going to put my guys at the top of the list when it comes to flirting with other guys. Um, me and Brock, obviously, heading that um, that train of flirtatious yeah. flirtatiousness. Um, but uh, yeah, just you know, it's, it's it's been fun. But you know, it's always it's always awkward, like trying to you know, talk to someone who you don't know or bring them in, and then especially when you're doing you know stuff like this, like. It's just uh, not not the most fun situation. We're getting a little old for it, but. I've actually been uh, practicing this flirting with guys thing a lot with uh, my job at Lululemon. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of the girls, they're able to get numbers of guys, like, Mm -hmm. on the job, like, while they're on the floor. Mm -hmm. And I'm usually just the one to, like, talk to dudes. And, like, I've been getting numbers and, like, business cards and stuff, but from guys. Nice. And I've been realizing that a lot of my flirting is more towards the dudes and... I think I'm really prepared for this this round of recruitment, yeah. and just to get out there and talk to them all. Yeah, I always find myself more comfortable talking to guys anyway. Oh, 100%. You know, so so that's enjoyable. But anyway, um, so since since we're back in school, um, I guess I guess to kind of get things going here, uh, we we had a we had a little situation the other night. Uh, we uh, it was a, a, a pregame of sorts mm-hmm. of the. The party before the party, or the party before going out to the bar. In, in this instance, um, we were we were at a, a buddy's house, and we brought one of our good friends. We'll we'll withhold his name. Uh, we'll, we'll give him a the Aussie. The Aussie, yeah. We'll give him a fun name. We'll we'll say Aussie for uh, um, just for the sake of being monogamous. cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, anyway, so we're there. We walk in, and it's a blacklight party. And blacklight parties usually bring out the best in people. Um, and in your clothes, apparently. Uh, yeah, a little, a little more than we wanted to see. So anyway, 
where they're having a good time, you know, plenty of bro bonding going on. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we were we were on the pull-up bar for a while, just legs wrapped around each other's waists doing yeah. pull-ups. I mean, there wasn't there's not a more comfortable position than that, yeah. in my opinion. It's always nice to you know grab a bro and do some pull-ups together and you know kind of mount each other and whatever workout it is when you're literally wrapped up like a pretzel yeah is my favorite workout i i I couldn't agree more to be be honest with you um anyway so uh blacklight obviously it's been established we're we're throwing throwing back a you know a couple drinks uh doing what we do and having a good time drinking a little bit of tequila getting a little silly all of a sudden, our buddy, uh, he has a little story for us, and he, he, he tells us about how he had just um, he had hooked up with a, with a 52- or 53-year-old woman the night before. And, it was uh, either the night or the two nights before, I'd imagine. Yeah. It would be an aggressive weekend. Oh, for sure, yeah. It was a, yeah, a couple, a couple nights before that, anyway. He... Uh, and he was wearing the uh, same jeans from when he had hooked up with this uh, this older woman, and we looked down <laughs> and we notice there's a there's, there's a little stain yeah. on his on his jeans and being illuminated by the black light. Being illuminated, we say, "Hey, buddy, you wash your jeans?" And he says, "It's like, oh, I think I did." <laughs> but, uh, Anyway, we uh, notice that there is a, a massive jizz stain running down the right pant leg, which was just a sight to see <laughs> in itself and uh, really set us off and set the tone for the night. Oh, absolutely. Definitely set the tone. He wore that unapologetically, too. Absolutely. Like, he didn't try to cover it with his shirt. He might have even tucked his shirt in just to like make it more prominent. Yeah, he, he really did. He, he, wanted, he wanted everyone at that, that little gathering to know that that was... Uh, that was a bunch of uh, his children just running down his leg. I think so. at one point I saw him talking to some girls with his leg up on the <laughs> arm of a couch just so that he could show it off. Yeah. Just so confident in the jizz stain he left on his pant leg. Yeah, extremely <laughs> impressive stuff. Uh, shout out to you, Ozzy. Way to be comfortable in your own skin. And, uh, you know, uh, for sure let's get a new – we'll get you a new pair of jeans. <laughs> Comfortable in your own skin and comfortable in your own seed. Yeah. <laughs> reminds me of a time in eighth grade, but uh, that's for an, that's a story for another time. Um, anyway, uh, we got a couple. Uh, Brock, you got any uh, current events? I mean, a lot's been going on lately. But. Um, I know that we, um, we just saw that Colin Kaepernick became Ooh. the face of Nike. Yeah, crazy. Um, I think that's a good move for nike to uh push social justice Mm -hmm. but i know a lot of people are upset about it and burning their their sneakers yeah um what i have to say to that is just give your sneakers away man you know i mean there's kids in africa there's orphans and everything that maybe don't have shoes and here you are selfishly throwing them into a fire yeah and i mean they're perfectly they're perfectly good shoes, yeah. you know, probably ill-worn, Yeah. you know. Um, just because Nike takes a stand for what they think is right doesn't mean you should put them on, put them up on a stake, you know. Like, mm. there's no reason to crucify them for that. Yeah, it's, it's just amazing that uh, just over some, some views that we yeah. kind of do s- s- such things and and burn shoes that are in perfectly good condition. Uh, 
really says a lot about where we're going as a society. But uh, oh yeah, that's that's interesting. So yeah, I, I did see that. I, I didn't realize what what was going on. I, I had seen the photo on Instagram a couple times. I saw LeBron posted it, and I was like, oh, like that's a cool photo. I didn't mm. realize that it was like Kaepernick. Yeah. Well, no, I knew it was Kaepernick. I just didn't know that that was a new thing. Like I thought like that that this has been kind of like going on. I always figured Nike was pretty like about that mm-hmm. I always just figured it was the NFL on an island like by themselves right has been kind of not with I don't want to say not with the times but just kind of it almost pushes all sports to yeah. take that stand you know yeah and I mean personally I mean I'm not gonna sit yeah. during the anthem yeah but for those who we don't really do have, we don't really have a right to get involved I know but for those that do like good for you you're yeah, doing yeah. something that's not hurting other people yeah. keep making a stand you know like for keep sure. stand up standing up or sitting down for what you believe in mm. yeah wow. that was an elegantly put uh way to get political but that's good for you so um i just had one thing that i really wanted to like address that uh apparently is a thing now um it's called asmr um and I don't know if anyone, I don't know if like our listeners in particular would be, uh, have heard of this. I don't know if you've heard of it. Have you heard of what ASMR is? Uh, enlighten me. Okay. So hold on. let me, let me get the full uh, definition, but, um, ASMR is, uh, basically, um, a method of relaxing people. Um, and it's videos, like people are going on YouTube and they'll like, like whispers like whisper yeah like whisper like really softly that was kind of seductive the way you did yeah yeah so so they'll 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 talk into a mic like that and it it apparently will make you tingle like from the back of your head like your scalp down your spine so it's kind of like the new like new age like busting you know what i mean whoa like in a way yeah so a bunch of kids like if, like if, audio stimulation uh, yeah it's like audio s- stimulation so instead of like going and like watching like you know like some people just fire up like porn up or something like that like people are now going on to these asmr videos where like a girl or a guy will just basically whisper into the mic like this and and it's making it's, <laughs> it's setting dudes off like have you listened to any of these before no, no. This was actually brought to my attention because I was listening to Chris D'Elia's podcast, and he he was he was like talking about it, and he he does a lot better job than I'll ever do of like explaining it. But um, yeah, anyway, it's like this new thing, and, and I just the only reason I bring it up is just because I want this to have more exposure. I want people to go and like do their research on this and like watch the videos because it was it's one of the weirdest things like I've ever seen, and it's like really concerning. Um, going forward, like what our youth will become, you know what I mean? Like if this is what they are exposed to, because you know, it's all kids, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not any of us. Like no one, I've been asking like people our age, like what's ASMR? Like what the hell is that? It's all like 14 to 15 year old kids. Cause these videos are getting like, wait, is it 14 to 15 year old kids that's watching it or producing them? No, well both. And and could this be considered like child pornography? I don't know. I don't know. We're we're clearly uh, dancing uh, dancing with the that devil. That's a fine line. Yeah, super 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 scary. Line. So anyway, it, basically ASMR to sum it all up is, is whispering in your ear. It's like the uh, new form of sexual. What's intercourse. the acronym? 
What? Like, what does the acronym mean? Oh, I don't know. Let's see. ASMR. I feel like with this sort of stimulation, you'd have to really have quite an imagination to, yeah. like, make that work, you know? Well, like, well, like kind of like phone sex. Oh. You know, like, you're just, like, talking to each other. Like, it's literally just words and, like, audio. Yeah. Like, how does that really, like, get you phone. going? I've never had phone sex. Do you have phone sex? Plead the fifth. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm not going to say <laughs> I haven't. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say I did either. Nice, dude. Hey, congrats on the phone sex, by the way. Thanks, man. Well done. Dude, uh, so here, here's, here's what it, the acronym, uh, it's Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Uh, it's an experience characterized by a static-like or tingling sensation on the skin that typically begins on the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and the upper spine. That sounds about how my orgasms move in my body. So for my creepy guys out there, do you like this? This is making you come. Would you do me? <laughs> I do me so hard. What do you like? Where do you just want- as a visual, I hope... I just want everyone to know that Tiz and I were literally face to face, like three inches away from each other, whispering into the mic, looking deep into each other's eyes while doing that. Yeah. Um, that's the kind of stimulation I need. Yeah. Basically treating the mic like a sausage. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that's all I got. Wow. About well, that. so go ahead and do your research on that. Um, <laughs> let me know what you think. Get back do you, to get, actually? If you if you go and do your research and you go and experience it for yourself, please give us a review. Like, let us yeah. know what you think yeah. so that we can, like, figure out what it really is doing to you. And if, and if you guys like it, I mean, I, I can do an entire podcast whispering. Um, yeah. Put it out there and maybe we can hit, like, a fetish, like, niche category. Episode five might just be just ASMR. A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that's that. Uh, Brock, uh, let's get let's get right into our highs and lows, uh, starting with the lows so we can end on a high note. Of course. Uh, what is your low of the week? All right. Well, this is for everyone that um, religiously follows the Bachelor Nation. Uh, well, this week in Bachelor in Paradise, there's a little bit of trouble in Paradise, I must say. Um, Eric stirred up his relationship with Angela, and Colton broke up with Tia. And Colton left Paradise, and so did Tia right after him. Uh, they were the strongest couple in Bachelor in Paradise, and it shook every relationship to the core. Mm. Of course, except for Jordan, who is unapologetically confident in the firecracker he has locked down with Jenna. Uh, what's exceptionally disheartening about this breakup to me is the effort that they each put in to this relationship, um, with Tia being an absolute snake on Becca's season yeah. right towards the end. I think everyone knows what I'm talking about there. And the endless amount of tears shed from Colton's ever-so-tender eyes and ever-so-tender heart. Um, it's breakups like these that really make you question your own relationships in life and lead you to questions like, will I ever find love? Will I find my person? Is Jordan really multidimensional? You know, these are tough questions and I don't know who's going to answer them, but I, I, I've really just been going through a lot, like dealing with this breakup. And I know it's, I know it's reality TV. I know it's like everyone says it's fake, but I really invest myself into these seasons. Yeah. You know, I, I watch it every week, and I love following their stories. Of so for those who question 
if it's possible for them to find love in paradise, shut up, okay? Get out of my face. Thank you. Because seeing Colton brokenhearted talking to Tia, Mm -hmm. like there's nothing more real than that, in my opinion. What what's uh what's well, going on into your low of the week, man? Well, first of all, my low of the week. Actually, I I have one that uh, didn't make the cut, but now you just reminded me of it. Uh, my low of the week was actually last night, um, or actually yesterday, uh, when you decided to break the news to me that you weren't going to be watching Bachelor in Paradise with me, and that you were going to watch it with uh, someone else. And I felt so betrayed, to be honest with you. Um, I I cried a little bit, uh, just to be completely honest, and uh, felt like uh, felt like a breakup in itself, you know, because um, I know that's something we have religiously done for um, probably the past what 16, 17 weeks, dating back to uh, uh, what's her name season, uh, Becca's season. So uh, I just want to say um, I hope you're happy with your new uh, watching partner, but uh, definitely one of my lows of the week, um, you know. You think uh, you think some people are real, and you think you know a guy, but uh, apparently this dude's uh, fake as shit. So uh, anyway, that'll get me into my my low of the week, which is actually super contradictive, um, and kind of hurts me to even <clears throat> talk about this at this point right now. Are you um, gonna be okay, man? <laughs> You're choking up over here. Uh, yeah, I know. It, it, it was tough. It I had warned you that this was coming. Yeah, I, I, you can't tell, you can't tell me I didn't I, warn I, you. Let's just say. I, I, I'm not going to say that I didn't see it coming. I'm just, I just wasn't ready for it when it happened, and uh, it, it hurt a lot. So, uh, anyway, my my actual low of the week. Uh, sorry to get dramatic on everyone. Uh, my actual low of the week was you um, shanking seven shots in the water on hole number three at David L. Baker the, uh, the other week. Um, and um, I didn't think you were going to bring this up, dude. Yeah, I, I, well, I kind of have to um, now, but. Um, it's my low of the week because, first of all, you really just hate to see one of your bros going through something like that. And everyone knows, like, the game of golf is uh, – it's a gentleman's game, and you, and you hate to see a fellow gentleman just going through something like that and, you know, falling apart uh, on – at the beginning of a round, I must say. Stuff like that will, te- uh, you know, typically happen on the back nine towards the, the end of the round. But uh, on the third hole, to completely ruin an entire day of golf about 20 minutes in is really something uh, something that's you don't want to witness. You definitely don't want to see one of your, your good buddies or one of your former uh, Bachelor in Paradise buddies go through that. So um, it hurt me to see you hurting in that way. Um, I'm glad you made it out of that wet situation because uh, uh, you did sink seven balls. Um, and I'm, I'm just honestly happy that you're alive. Um, it was actually really scary, though, when you did throw that, that golf club and it almost hit me when I was sitting in the cart uh, ever so innocent, innocently and, uh, you know, submissively, if I, if I may. But, uh, yeah, um, that was my low of the week, and uh, I hope I never see you go through something like that ever again. Yeah, that was a really tough moment for me. Um, yeah. And if you've ever bought golf balls too, um, expensive man. Hitting seven balls in the water like is just hole. literally throwing money into it's about the, twenty bucks. Yeah, it's about yeah, a twenty dollar hole. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. I can't say I haven't dealt with expensive holes before, but that was probably the toughest hole to <laughs> to have to face. Nice, dude. Yes. Um, sorry to really bring that back to light. I know that had kind of. And left your mind, but uh, you know, that was my low of the week. So, anyway, uh, what was your uh, high of the week? 
Well, uh, my high of the week, um, as, as you know, I'm a pretty big uh, breakfast burrito connoisseur. And I've been hearing about this place called Sessions in Newport. Um, I've seen it a couple times, but I mean, I didn't even really know that there was anywhere in Newport that was open before midnight. You know, I, I had no idea just because that's the time I'm down there. I'm never on the peninsula unless it's midnight in Woody's and then yeah. Laventina's, you know? Dance yeah. yeah. Um, well, I decided to give this place Sessions a try. And I had the Gringo breakfast burrito. And it was it was delicious. And the ambiance of the place is serene. Like, it's really, really trendy. It's got a lot going on there, you know. And um, it, they, they have awesome people working. It kind of looked like... Just good vibes. Yeah, good vibes, very urban, nice. you know. Um, well... That kind of leads to a bit of a difficult situation because after eating that breakfast burrito, which was awesome, you know, great breakfast burrito, great texture, um, good egg to protein um, ratio. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but they had potatoes. Oh yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, like nice roasted potatoes. Yeah, for sure. Um, it kind of led to quite a difficult situation for me because I ended up throughout the rest of that day and into the next having quite an upset stomach. Uh, And um, I'll be honest with you, I haven't had a solid shit in about 48 hours. So I'm a little on on edge right now. Um, Could run out of here at any second, but I'm going to try to withhold myself and not... um, I like the sense of soil urges. myself. I like the sense of urgency that you're bringing to this podcast right now because you never know. I like at any moment you could just kind of explode, let, let loose. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was pretty funny earlier, actually. Though uh, we had a little situation where, um, so Brock, uh, being the you know the gentleman that he is, uh, loves to go ahead and send videos of himself uh, when he's um, you know got having some issues in the bathroom and. Uh, I actually, Difficult BMs. Yeah, exactly. Bowel movement uh, for for those of you uh, keeping score. Um, so I actually walked in. I was lucky enough to walk in in the middle of uh, one of these uh, one of these episodes. I'll call it. Uh, he's in the fourth story uh, bathroom. We were we were supposed to meet up in the fourth story of the library, but uh, I figured I might as well take a, a quick pit stop before we meet up and. Uh, um, I go in there to pee. Um, so this is actually leading into my high of the week as well, which is hilarious. Um, so I hear someone just absolutely losing their asshole in the bathroom. <laughs> and sure enough, it's Brock because I step out and I went and I go, nice, dude. I walk outside and I realize the Snapchat that he had just sent me was what I had just listened to <laughs> into the bathroom just completely by chance. A little deja vu for you? It was deja vu. So it was, it was awesome. It was it was uh, really fate bringing us together and uh, a real smooth transition into uh, my high of the week, which was actually completing an entire urination without peeing myself uh, when I put it back in my pants. Um, <laughs> so as a guy, I know this is for all my dude listeners. Uh, if, you're, uh, if you're a female listener, uh, I'd, I'd probably just go ahead and fast forward for the next like two minutes. But for my guys out there, uh, I know we all have this issue. You know, you, 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 take, a, you take a pee. And uh, you sit there, you wait on it, and you, you hope that everything has, you know, um, you know, left your bladder. Uh, 
apparently that's never the case uh, and it never has been the case for me because every single time I put it back in my, my pants I seem to just leak just a tad so how do I combat this um, obviously baby diapers uh, or actually depends things of that nature over the years uh, stuffing toilet paper down there uh, things like that and I've, I've been getting a lot better at it but today was finally the day where I can say that I am 100% uh, fully potty trained and um, I'm no longer peeing myself, so uh, ladies, um, uh, listen, I don't pee myself anymore, so uh, that was my... Is that an issue you have when you stand and pee or when you sit and pee? Uh, both, both, yeah. If I, sometimes if I sit, um, I, I, I got to sit for a good like three or four minutes before everything's kind of gone. You know? I, I don't, I don't stand to pee because I don't know how to... Oh, keep my pants. Yeah, I'm, I'm a sitter exclusively because uh-huh. I don't know how to keep my pants up. Like when I'm standing, I kind of just like let them drop below my ankles and yeah. stand there with my butt cheeks showing. Dude, um, I know I've been doing that too on accident a couple times lately. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if I'm doing I, it. I, I feel like it's a, a pretty off-putting for everyone on campus, so I kind of yeah. just like stay away from that. Yeah, what? You, you, yeah, I know. Like, well, well, that that that's actually like part of it is like when you when you pull your pants down below your butt cheeks while you're standing up, like it tends to help out with uh, drainage, you know. So it's more freeing for sure, for sure. So, so if you if you see a set of butt cheeks uh, at on the uh, on campus, uh, you, you know where to look. Uh, it's probably mine. So sorry about that. Um, anyway, uh, uh, Brock, uh, you got to go to the week this week. I do. I do have a go to the week. Um, I'm going to give a good shout-out to my boy, Matt Damon. Um, My boy, Matt Damon. He was ranked among Forbes magazine's most bankable stars, which, I mean, that's a a, a title on its own, bankable star. Thank you. Um, And one of the highest-grossing actors of all time. He was the star of the Jason Bourne series as Jason Bourne, where he's an absolute badass but doesn't even know how he became such a badass and ends up bringing down a whole organization called Treadstone. Um, Very exhilarating movie franchise. uh, Plays a very big role in it. I mean, as the lead actor, and he just absolutely fucking kills it. Um, He plays uh, Mark Watney in The Martian, where he uses his own shit to make potatoes and live on Mars by by himself for 560 Mars days. Um, he's been in other movies such as Goodwill Hunting, Saving Private Ryan, The Informant, and even had a quick little cameo in Thor Ragnarok, which, I mean, Thor himself is a babe. And there you go, add Matt Damon into the mix. Like, that's just you got yourself a all-time, sandwich. all-time classic movie yeah. immediately. Uh, off-screen, he married the babe, Luciana, Bozon Barrasso. Uh, he found the H2O Africa Foundation and competed in the World Series of Poker. I mean, he's an absolute badass. He does it all and lives a great life. And, I mean, he's uh, kind of cute. Kind of cute. What's up, Matt? I mean, I'd flirt with him. I'm finding that a lot of guys named Matt tend to be cute. Um, so. I, we saw three today that were cute. Yeah, it's crazy. Shout out to all the Pikes on campus. Yeah, what up? Uh, what up, Pike? Um, so yeah, beautiful, beautiful go to the week. By the way, um, 
Uh, who's your go to the week? Uh, so my go to the week uh, is actually just going to be my mom this week. I want to give a shout out to my mom. I don't know if you listen to this. I actually hope you don't. Um, but, uh, you know, she brought me into this world. She could easily take me out of it. Um, you know, and she, she's a real, uh, real graceful woman. Uh, she brought me into this world at about, I think it was 10 pounds and eight ounces or something like that. Like one of the largest babies that they had ever seen at the, at the hospital where I was born. And, you know, she just went through a lot. She said she was actually never going to have kids ever again after, after me. And then uh, my sister uh, came along five years later because I was so bored and said I wanted a brother or sister to hang out with. So, sup, Rachel? What up? Uh, hey, Rach. Hope, hey, hope you're, hope you're straight chilling. I know you are. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just want to give a shout-out to mom, you know. She's my goat. And that's all I got to say. Dude, your mom is a saint. Yeah, and she really takes care of you too. I mean, she's got you on like oh, dude, the yeah. hair products. She's got you on the collagen. She's got you on yeah. all the different types of lotions. I yeah. mean, that, you you're glowing, dude. Thank I you. saw you thank literally you. apply lotion you. all over your body yeah. in the middle of our class today. Yeah, like you. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure she gives you nair. Yeah, yeah. I think she knows that you <laughs> you'd like to be silky smooth. So yeah. she gives you all the different types of lotions. She yeah. gives you the hair removal. I mean. Mm-hmm. She really takes care of you, man. Dude, it's basically, great woman. Every time I go to her house, it's like I walk into a Bed Bath and Beyond. Like, it's honestly one of the. And you walk out with the biggest of bags. I know, I know. Full of just product, lotion. Like, dude, like, like, hold on. I actually have a lotion on me right now. Uh, I, this is a uh, for a future sponsor. Uh, Bed Bath and Body Works Ultra Shea Body Cream Ocean Men's Collection. And give this a sniff, dude. Give this a quick little sniff. Tell me that doesn't smell good, dude. This smells like what I would imagine Matt Damon to smell like. <laughs> dude, it's, dude. Isn't it good? It's yeah. delicious. You gotta love it, dude. I wanna eat it. Yeah. Do they make this in like a toothpaste? Um, I'm sure you could probably just use it as toothpaste, dude. I might just look at the ingredients on the back. I'm sure, I'm sure it'd work. Um anyway, uh Thanks, Mom, for all the lotion. Um, thanks for getting me on the collagen, by the way, too. I see photos of myself before I started taking collagen, and I got to say, I look like a little pussy bitch. Um, so now, uh, now taking the collagen, um, I've kind of gone from like a solid, or like a soft 6.5 to like a solid 7. And I got to give a shout out to my mom because she's really been taking care of me. She also got me on the, uh, um, the, the charcoal for the brushing your teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Really been helping whiten my teeth up. Um, been getting my bronze on with her too whenever I go out and see her in, in uh, Temecula. So uh, thanks, mom. Thanks for thanks for always uh, having my skin in mind and uh, my teeth and um, my overall hygiene. Uh, really appreciate it and, and couldn't do it without you. So. This actually transitions right right into my dime piece of the week. So um, this week. After all of this uh, self love that you were just proclaiming, yeah. um, I want to give you some too. Okay, sure. um, my dime, dime piece of the week is actually going to be Andrew Tisdale. Oh, dude. Yeah, the, the, the <laughs> one and only. Um, been grinding in the weight room, improving his success rate in the female realm, dominating not only me, but anyone who meets him in the paint and is belligerently put under the rim, typically ending with an absolute Donkey Kong dunk to the face. Thanks, dude. Excellent hair. Glowing and vibrant skin due to the collagen we were just talking about. Thanks, Mom. And completely revamping his wardrobe to look extremely metrosexual, 
each and every day. He's been doing everything in his power to be the best man he could be and live his best goddamn life. And for that, Tiz, you're my dime of the week. Wow, dude. See, I kind of feel like this is like, <clears throat> you know, someone like giving you flowers after they cheat on you. Well, you know. <laughs> no, I'm that was That was no, the that was very, purpose of it. Very, uh, I appreciate appreciate those kind words though very much um i, I did miss you last night because you know your words of affirmation mean the world to me i know that's your love language so yeah i mean my love language is physical touch so all you need to do is touch you know you. dominate me again dominate you yeah yeah thanks man that was, that was really nice that was really well said who's um, your dime piece of the week um so and if it's not me i'm pissed dude honestly uh i'm gonna go ahead and yeah i'm gonna say it's you uh, no, nah, who's, who's, your, who's your dime piece? Fair enough. Uh, my dime piece of the week is actually Jennifer Aniston. Um, Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Dude, she's just been kind of my number one, like, you know, for a long time. Um, I, I care. I, probably eighth or ninth grade, she was on the cover of a magazine and uh, pretty much nude, dude. And one of those things that really caught my eye as, a, you know, just a testosterone-driven 13, how old are you in 8th grade? Like 12, 13, right? Um, yeah, 13. Just, just kind of, just coming into puberty. Um, still haven't really finished, but um, yeah, Jennifer, you really like caught my eye, and you've just been kind of the quintessential MILF uh, for my entire existence, and just want to say, you haven't aged a bit. You look great now. Um, you're still a babe. Uh, heard you're single, so gotta say, what's up? Um, but uh, other than that, Jennifer Aniston, my... Uh, my dime piece of the week and uh you know got to be honest um my first day off definitely not my last so you know uh. that's uh pretty beautiful that you had her as your dime piece because uh i've had plenty of nights alone with jennifer handiston <laughs> yeah it, uh she was there angelina jolie Lindsay lohan Kim Kardashian hand. They were all there. In my mind, but they were there. It was it was a beautiful moment. Usually our interactions only last about two to three minutes. <laughs> uh, I just want to say, uh, way to rise to the occasion. Uh, go ahead and shake my hand, <laughs> Nice, dude. Nice. Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, moving on. <laughs> I, I believe that gets. Uh, you need tissues? Um, excuse no, me. They were all used with Jennifer <laughs> Aniston. <laughs> this podcast has gone completely off the rails. This is too silly. Yeah, this is a little silly. Uh, okay. So we actually have a couple of questions that we want to get into real quick before we uh, shut this thing off. Um, uh, so. Uh, this was asked, um, who, who was this asked by? Uh, the Newport. Oh, this is Derek. Derek. Okay. This question was asked by Derek. What's up, Derek? Hey, Derek. Uh, thanks for listening, man. Um, <laughs> why is it so easy for Brock to find so many girls in Newport? The world wants to know your tricks. Uh, I don't really think that's a, that's a question the world is asking, Derek, first of all. Yeah. Um, I appreciate Appreciate the love. I appreciate um, the shout out. Um, but I mean, it, it's really it really goes back to the charisma. 
you know i don't really have like the one-liners i don't have like the smooth talk yeah. i just i just talk to the females yeah you just hit them with that unlimited charisma that i've seen before and it's hard to uh, resist um resist, yeah. But, I mean, it's all about the respect, too. You just have to respect them so hard that they just keep coming back for more and more respect. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. Um. Uh, We have a second question. This one's by Luke. Yeah. Um, Is there a correct way to eat a banana? This is a a two-part question. Okay. Is there a correct way to eat a banana? Um, Do you peel from the top or from the bottom? Um, Luke, I gotta say, uh, being an expert with bananas, um, I you know have taken down my fair share of bananas in my day. Uh, there really is no wrong way to shove a banana down your throat, Luke. Um, Most of the time, I've seen you just one bite of banana. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, the quickest way to eat it. Uh, tastes the best, uh, feels the best. I gotta say, um, if you don't have a gag reflex, I really encourage you to just go ahead and throw that banana right down. Just swallow it whole. Yeah. Um, there and peel uh, take the peel off uh, or don't <laughs> i don't care what you do um but i didn't know you were supposed to peel a banana really i just ate the whole thing down to the stem yeah i thought it was kind of like an apple well uh you know that's actually not the case uh typ- typically uh, people uh, monkeys and things like that will uh actually peel bananas um so luke basically to answer your question um luke stupid question um don't ever ask something so dumb ever again on our podcast, but um, my top might be your bottom and my bottom might be your top, so there's really no right answer to this one. So go ahead and just get that banana out of the peel or in the peel, however you like it, and get it in your mouth. Luke, um, being, being a friend with you for so long, I want to say that there is no stupid questions. Uh, I, I love you, baby. Sorry, Luke, I got a little aggressive there. Yeah, he, he really got mad at you for that, but yeah, I think you just need to spend more time with him and realize that he's just... He's just being silly. Just being silly. Uh, Brock, here's a, here's a question for you. Brock, who are your favorite people on Bachelor in Paradise? This was asked by our good good friend Gilbert. Oh, Gilbert. What's up, Gilbert? What's up, Gilbert? Um, I think I kind of covered that earlier in the podcast, talking about uh, Colton. Um, yeah. Dude, he is absolutely jacked. One, two, I mean, have you, have you seen this guy? Yeah. He's got the, the luscious blonde hair. Yeah. He's got aesthetic body sick in all the right know? places too he really is and he, he's just so tender-hearted like he he knows how to treat a woman right he i think he might be the only one in the bachelor nation that has a grip on reality because he was like you know what tia like this is exactly the place and the exact situation that they want you to fall in love in yeah. and like it, it, it's easy to like i can see why it would be easy to yeah and he's just like look no this this isn't real. Like this isn't where you go to find love. You need to be out in the real world. You need to have challenges. You can't just be stuck on a romantic beach with someone for four weeks and not expect to fall in love. Like it's it's just not gonna happen, you know? Yeah. Um he's a stud football player, you know. I mean, always love athletes and I mean there's also Jordan, you know, confidence, yeah. charisma. Um, he's a model. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've always been jealous of male models because i always wanted to just wear golden underwear and strut my strut my stuff yeah um so those those two are my favorite guys for sure um the girls in bachelor in paradise i mean every single one of them is beautiful in their own way um they all have very different personalities and they all 
um, complement their men in the best way. You know, like they they're gonna be someone's person. They're gonna they're gonna be all in with someone and just make them the best man that they can be. And with that being said, I mean it's hard to pick just one of the one of the women to be my favorite. Um, but Jenna's the hottest. Boom. Simple. Nice, dude. Uh, what about you? Do you have any favorite people in BIP? Uh, yeah, Jenna, because she's blonde. That's it. Simple. Yeah. Very simple. Yeah, like, um, like blondes. That's it. All right. Matt? Not at all. Okay. It's a very simple answer. Very straightforward. Yeah. Uh, very accurate. And uh, It's accurate. As far as the guys go, I like all the guys. They're, they're all, all cute. They're all hot, yeah. Uh, except for Adam. I don't like Adam. Fuck Chris. Or no, no, wait, no, no, not Adam. David, David, the chicken, the chicken guy. Oh well, yeah, he was kicked off a while ago. Fuck oh, that he was? guy. Okay, well, yeah. But Chris, Harrison? No. Oh, Chris. Yeah, Chris is a douchebag too. Actually, yeah. The one with Crystal. Mm-hmm. I don't like Chris either. Yeah, Chris sucks. Very manipulative. Yeah, I think he's way. He's got it going on. He does not. No. Going on like in the. And that shoulder tattoo he has. Oh, dude. So cliche. Yeah. So stupid. Yeah, gross. Yuck. Um, And we have one fourth and final question. Um, This one comes from Kayla. I believe she is uh, a new friend. I think we actually met her at that party with the black light. Oh, we did? Yeah. What's up, Kayla? What's up, Kayla? Um, She asks, I think this one's to both of us. It might just be to me because I know it was... um, in my Instagram, but it kind of applies to both of us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why do you like being smacked? Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, so basically, as an upstanding member of society, um, I've looked at anyone that will, uh, you know, I, I've just been respected in different regards and, and every, you know, a lot of situations that I've been put in uh, as a professional, as a student, as an athlete over the years. Um, and I just really like the feeling of when someone just comes in and says, fuck all that, and slaps me right across the face and treats me like like I'm absolutely nothing. You know, it's really humbling. Um, it really kind of sets the tone. And uh, I don't know. I, it's, there's definitely some, some primal, uh, some you know, some primal things interwoven into that, that uh, desire to be slapped. I was actually slapped the other night, and it felt... Fantastic. Um, the was, video of it is um, violent. Yeah. It might be the most like the most clean contact I've seen in a smack, like yeah. between the two of us. For sure. Like ever. Yeah. And it, it made your head like torque a little. Yeah, and and uh, you know she she just really stood up and just bop right across the face like no hesitation. And it was love at first slap, dude. Uh, I don't really believe in love at first sight. It's love mm-hmm. at first slap. So, um, yeah, I fell in love right there. I think she I think she must take boxing classes because her stance in it was very Mayweather-esque. Yeah, yeah. You know, she really uh, had all the weight on that back foot. And as she swung, just, like, released all that energy forward. Yeah. And I think I even heard a, yeah. like, right before the slap, bit. too. Yeah, you know, like, like in the air. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was dope. It was like that uh, Nate Diaz Stockton slap. Um, for those of you that are UFC fans and stuff, it, it was it was clean. It was she open hand Mike Tyson your ass. Yeah, it's amazing. I actually was standing after that slap. Uh, I don't know how. Yeah, 
So anyway, uh, yeah, uh, I, we got off topic, but well, we're on topic. I can't even remember what the question was, but slapping's awesome. I just say don't bag it till you try it. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, an exhilarating experience, and yeah. once you uh, get slapped for the first time, it's kind of addicting. Yeah. Um, Dominate me, please. Yeah, the the dominance is impeccable. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna go a little uh, unconventional today with our call in. Um, we're not going to call anyone today. We're actually just going to bring in one of our guys, uh, Danny Tapia. He's actually my my in. big, my papa. He's popping in. I'm yeah, he, popping he's in coming into the door right now. We're waving him in. Um, yeah. Sup, Danny? Hey, guys. Um, we actually have the full lineage here. We have the, the original father, then we have the son, and then we have the grandson. Yeah. Brock. Yeah. Brock is a grandson. It, it's quite a time, indeed. Um, yeah. We we are an elite lineage, and yeah. we just really take Fullerton by storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tap, Tapia's actually been the um, the host to many of our parties over the year last year, and I must say that some of my favorite memories have come from the Trapia house. Agreed. It will be missed. Um, what are you guys up to these days now that I've retired from being the host? Um, like we were talking about getting slapped earlier, uh, I know you missed that, but um, not too much, dude. Just, just you know, on the school grind. What about you? you I know you're working and everything. You yeah, look, I got you look that. sharp right now. I will, thank you. But uh, I have that nine to five job that nice. everyone dreads. Corporate after college, exactly. Yeah, um, it's just a cog in, in the machine, huh? Yeah, I'm just yeah. They treat me like an animal, but nice. Other than that, do you do you like that? Um, every Friday when the paycheck comes in. I, it's not so bad. Yeah. Yeah. But once you're in it, like, like as you're in it, it's not. It's not that great. But um, so you don't like the corporate hand dominating you? No. Hmm. No. That's too bad. It's not. Yeah. It's not all that it makes out to be. But I um, feel like I feel like you're just a man of you know. You, you like to have a good time. You like to drink a, a you know fine glass of tequila too and. Um, yeah, it's, you know, I'm sorry about that nine to five thing. You yeah, know. It, it really keeps me in my cages. So yeah, are you able to wear that famous uh, tequila shots mm, hat that no. you have? Oh, That's man. retired. I'm actually no. looking to give that away. Whoa, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah that's I will wear that hat. proudly. Yeah. It needs to be used. So yeah, it's a fantastic hat. Just uh, just to describe the hat for our listeners, it's it's just simply a black hat that says tequila shots right on the front in and bold letters. I don't think I've ever seen Tapia show up anywhere and not get in a confrontation with that hat <laughs> on. It, it really just sets people off, and it's awesome. He even wore it to uh, the comedy store one time. And the comedy store, for those of you that don't know, is a place where a bunch of comedians go and do uh, work out some practice sets and stuff and like to just roast people that are sitting around uh, or sitting in the front few rows. And there we were just about right up front. And Tapia was just sporting tequila shots and uh, was just a real punching bag for the night. And it was just awesome to see and really took it like a champ. But, uh, yeah, it's a great hat. Um, it's sad to see it retired, but if you need someone to bring it out of retirement, I think you're looking at the right two guys that might be able to uh, resurrect it. I, I know that you have the hat, but I'll be honest, I don't remember any of the nights that you wore it. Like, it it's, just, it's just those kind of nights it when always you get comes that hat out, out. It always comes out at a time where, you know, typically things aren't remembered. You know, it's it, right around that, that 12 o'clock, I feel, at midnight when it kind of... Sh- you know, right at the strike of midnight, I feel like. Yeah, it's because I've never seen two white guys that like to drink as much tequila as <laughs> myself, a Mexican. So yeah, it just makes me drink more 
and makes you guys drink more. So no one ever remembers. But mm-hmm. it's more of a challenge when you wear that hat. Exactly. Like, who's if I drink pulled more? out the hat, That's everyone the in the room knows things are going to happen that yeah. night. It's it's just a tone. Good and bad. Good and bad. Yeah. It's beautiful, man. It's we'll bring it back out, and then for sure. we'll give it to somebody. Yeah. We need a proper retirement for the hat. 100%. Yeah. I think uh, – I only know this because I saw that I saved it on my Snapchat, but one of my favorite moments of you in the tequila hat was when you hoisted your girlfriend above your shoulders oh. in, your, in the uh, kitchen of your yeah. house and just, like, kind of salsa with her on your shoulders. And do you have a video of that? I, I do. Should I pull it up right now? That was that was a uh, really a sight. I, I remember that. Um, just blacked out things. That's yeah, just just tequila shot things. Yeah, that was a uh, that was love. I you know that's that was a beautiful moment. And that was really something. Shout that, out, Em Arolina. Yeah, what up? What up? How you doing, Em? Wow, is that the video? That video? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is a beautiful video. It's too bad we don't have. Uh, we might have to post this on the Instagram just yeah. so that everyone can know what we're talking about. <laughs> I mean, the house is empty, it looks like. I think this is the end of the party. <laughs> house is empty, and we're just blasting music. And, oh, it looked like she was about to fall over. Yeah. You were just doing, like, eight spins in a row. Nice. Yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and plug that for our, uh, for those of you that uh, seek the uh, visual component of this podcast. We'll, we'll, we'll post it on our Instagram if you're lucky, if we get Tapia's approval after we uh, shut this thing off. But, uh, anyway, uh, I guess that'll go ahead and wrap up our uh, – all right, it's the fourth episode, I believe. I mean, we can't be losing count already. It's number four, right? Yeah, it, it's definitely number four, but... It's number four. We're sorry again it, it, about last one. It week. has like a little asterisk next, next yeah. to it because we couldn't post the last one. So yeah, it's kind of it like four, four point, four point two. Yeah. And, uh, you know, again, apology, apologies for last week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this one. Um, we'll see you again next Tuesday. And uh, shout out to all the Ampers. Keep asking those questions. Uh, follow our uh, Instagram uh, at Alcoholics Monogamous, and uh, we got uh, we got a Twitter too. I think it's like Alc Mono something. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll tag it in the Instagram. Everyone uses Instagram anyway, so I'll just tag it on there. Um, but uh, anyway, thanks, thanks again, guys. Uh, you know, keep uh, sorry, sorry that I got a little um, too many potty stories. Yeah. Uh, this episode, but you know, it happens. It happens when two dudes get a little silly. But, uh, I do want to say um, I appreciate all the love that we've been yeah. experiencing on campus and from our friends. Um, yeah. The support really helps, keeps us moving, um, keeps us motivated to keep being alcoholics, um, staying monogamous, yeah. um, wow. and just keep keep recording our silly stories of the week. Yeah, um, sure. Thank you to everyone um, that's re-downloaded the podcast app. Mm-hmm. Because I know many, many have deleted it back when they first got an iPhone. So I understand. But thank you for really committing to us. Um, Go ahead and hit subscribe. Leave us a comment. Keep sending us questions. We love the questions. Yeah, Yeah. review on iTunes. It helps out a lot. Uh, You guys being silly helps us to be silly. Yeah, we're up to about 600 listeners now. So probably a little uh, little north of 600 right now. And uh, that's obviously... A lot more than we were expecting for a couple of guys that just uh, talk about poop and pee. A couple so. of guys that don't know shit about anything, honestly. Yeah, so anyway, uh, that's that's all we got. Thanks, everyone. Uh, signing out. Peace out. <clears throat> nice. Good job, Tab. That really wasn't bad. Good. You're